Welcome to the Montana Real Estate Podcast, where we will pull back the curtain and answer all of your Montana real estate questions. Buying and selling real estate in Montana can be challenging, and local knowledge is the key. We will explore the different areas of the state and educate you on issues that play a role in Montana real estate transactions. This podcast is hosted by Will Friedner, a broker with Glacier Sotheby's International Realty in Whitefish, Montana. Now, here's Will with today's episode. Hey everybody, I would like to welcome you to episode 42 of the Montana Real Estate Podcast. We have been getting more and more listeners every week, which is great. So we appreciate that and thank you for sharing it with your friends. And if you want to leave us a review, that would be awesome. We would appreciate that. Anyway, today I wanted to talk about the Zillow again. I've done a couple episodes about this already, but now that the market is starting to slow down a little bit and pricing is a huge factor in getting your home sold. These Zestimates that Zillow uses are becoming more of an issue and I just wanted to go over this again and tell you how it may be affecting your sale just from the perspective of it all. So if you go to the Zillow website and I can send you the link if anybody wants it. Our contact information is at the end of the show. Email me and I will send you exactly what I'm looking at, but it's at the very bottom of their website and you can click on the Zestimate page and it goes over some stats that are a little disturbing since Zillow, the Zestimate is such a big part of their page. So anyway, nationally, they only come within 20% of the final sales price 87% of the time. That is horrible because 20%, for example, on a $300,000 house, a 20% range brings it from on the low end 240000 to the high end 360000 So that's a $120,000 spread on the price of the house. So if you're sitting there trying to sell your house and Zillow's telling you it's worth 240 but it's actually worth 360 you know the guy buying it's going to look on Zillow and say why are you asking so much money for your house it's only worth 240 according to Zillow again this is the disturbing part of Zillow and it's a great website it's easy to use so naturally tons of people are using it back to the website they have a frequently asked questions section so if you're this guy sitting there with your house with a horrible zestimate one of the questions here on their on their website that they answer i just want to go over this because it's kind of hilarious in my opinion the question is i don't know of any homes that have sold lately around me how how are you calculating my zestimate first of all in montana as i said earlier we're a non-disclosure state so you can't In Montana, you cannot go down to the courthouse and find out what something sold for. The only people that know are the agents and the people that were involved in the transaction. It's not public information. So anyway, back to this question, how are they calculating this estimate? And this is a quote from their website. The number of transactions in a geographic area affects how much we know about prevailing market values of homes in that area. So here in Montana, they know nothing because they have no data from the sold sales. It goes on. More transactions provide more data and improve the accuracy of this estimate. Also, we use public and user-provided data for house attributes and some areas report more data than others the more attributes we know about homes in the area the better this estimate remember that homeowners can also update their home facts if they feel they are incorrect or they are missing values and the updates may affect the estimate value 
And this part cracks me up. Our estimating method differs from that of a comparative market analysis, a CMA, which is done by real estate agents. Geographically, the data we use is much larger than your neighborhood. Oftentimes, we use all the data in a county for calculation. So think about that in Montana. Our counties out here are huge, and they're using things that have absolutely nothing to do with the value of your house for these estimates. So here you are again, you're sitting there with a horrible estimate on your house. And what can you do? Well, here's another question. Does Zillow delete the estimates? Can I get my estimate reviewed if I believe there are errors? And here's their answer. <laughs> we do not delete estimates. We monitor customer feedback for systematic issues with the algorithm but do not change individuals' estimates in response to customer feedback. Well, that's handy. There's nothing you can do about it. Back to the website. This estimate is designed to be a neutral, unbiased estimate of the fair market value of a home based on publicly available and user-submitted data. Well, how could it be an unbiased estimate of the fair market value of a home if you don't have any data to base it on, is my question. And they go on to say, this ensures that there, are no, there is no preference for some homes relative to others, nor are there valuations based on the facts that are not accessible to all Zillow users. Some homes may be very unique in ways that are not well captured by using existing data, and this estimate may be la- less accurate on these homes. So basically, they're telling you right out, they have no idea. This estimate is just a shot in the dark, and <laughs> but yet they won't change it if it's affecting your house. And I, I just think that it couldn't be more wrong. So another, back to the data on the percentages, nationally, they get within 5% of the sales price, which is pretty good. If you can get within 5% of the sales price, that would be a valuable estimate. But how often do you think they get within that? Well, again, this is data from their website. So nationally, they only get within 5% of the sales price 55% of the time. You may as well flip a coin. (laughs) Yes, that's around 50% of the time too. So again, how this affects you is if I'm a buyer and I see that Zillow has your house valued under what you have it listed for, that's going to bring a question to my mind. Why is your house price so high? And again, because Zillow did a good job with their website, they have a, a lot of people that use it. When people see those values in there, they think it's the gospel. If you do this research like I just did and find out where they're getting these values, you understand that this is not helping anyone. If the value of this estimate is low, the buyer's going to be irritated that it's lower than what you're asking. And if it's high, the seller is going to think, oh, well, I'm going to change the price of my house because Zillow thinks it's worth 60 grand more than it is. And then it sits on the market and it doesn't sell. So anyway, with the market starting to slow down a little bit, and we've discussed in the last few episodes the pricing and how to price and how to get your home sold in in this market, especially if it slows way down, you really need to be careful of Zillow and what they're telling everyone. And if you're selling on your own, talk to an agent and get the real comps in the neighborhood because Zillow is not using real comps. And if you can get a copy of those, you can pull that out if anyone ever asks you and show, hey, I'm basing it on actual comps, whereas Zillow's basing it on some algorithm. If you have any more questions or 
any other things you'd like to discuss about this, please contact us with the information at the end of the show, and we will see everybody next week. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That concludes another episode of the Montana Real Estate Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you will join us next week for our next episode. If you have any questions or would like to know more about this episode, please feel free to contact me at montanarealestatepodcast at gmail.com or visit our website at montanarealestatepodcast.com. Or if you want to call, you can call me at 406-249-1735. We'll see you all next week. 